because this guy's walking around Boston right now. Um, and he ends up saying that growing up, like you got into fights. That's just what happened in Southie. And you didn't have to win them all, but you had to show up. And right. um, that's kind of how I feel about Hassan, you know, is like, look, I'm not even going to judge you based off of whether you win or lose. Same thing with like other people that, I, you know, people that I've trained have beef with, of which there's surprisingly a lot of them. Um, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about whether or not you showed up. You know, if Hassan showed up, got in the ring and got one punched. Right. And and he just woke up like head facing the ceiling. I'd still have more respect for him than I do now. Right. Because at least he showed up. Sure. He didn't do that well. You know, he, he kind of got put out, but he, he showed up, you know. Um, and it's it's that. I'm, I'm not someone who walks around trying to police others and things like that. But when it comes to Hassan, he puts himself out there. So yep. if you're going to put yourself out there, you're going to get tested. You know, I don't everyone and welcome back to the meme ranch. This is Kalen and I'm here with your host, Xvala. What's up? And we have a great show for you tonight. We're going to be interviewing a guest who is one of the premier jujitsu artists, I will call him, in Massachusetts. He is a brown belt and he also is studying the arts of karate. He is good friends with Mr. Samuel Hyde. And not just good friends, but he has been one of the pivotal people who has been helping Sam train up fighters who will take down Idub's minions at the Trader Club. Just kidding. Not, not, not quite, but without further ado, I just want to bring Scott Sullivan here onto the stage. Scott, thanks for joining us here on the Meme Ranch. How's hey, it going? Thanks. thanks for having me, man. It's going good. What about you? Yeah, we're having a great time here. Uh, we're just excited to have you on the show and uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, yourself and, you know, your background in uh, jujitsu and other martial arts and just kind of, you know, get a little bit of a, a feel for, you know, how you, you know, play into, you know, Sam's universe, because uh, I feel like you are someone who's really instrumental. I've heard him talk about you and, uh, you know, just all the praise that he's given. And I, I just thought you seemed like a very fascinating guy. Not to mention, I love your uh, dedication and your uh, openness uh, with your faith and uh, in, in Christ. I think that's that's a really uh, admirable uh, component. Yeah. Um, so I got started in martial arts. Uh, I was kind of young. Um, I was like seven or eight. My dad, he didn't box competitively. He was a hobbyist. Uh, but you know, he boxed and he wanted me to be able to protect. Him. He taught me just like extremely basic stuff, like jab, cross hook, um, you know, ducking under punches, things like that. And, um, I think that's kind of where the bug came from. I, I kind of got bit by that fighting bug. Um, and from there, I just, I, I always wanted to do it. It was always something kind of in the background. Um, but you know, I had other sports that I'd play. Then high school came around. I ended up doing wrestling. Um, and after that, I decided that I wanted to get into fighting. So I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. And, um, you know, I, I tried to keep up with the boxing a little bit more and stuff like that. Um, I had a few fights, um, you know, and lately I've just been training people. And that's kind of how I ended up bumping into Sam Hyde. Um, I was on Instagram. I was I was a fan of his. Um, and I noticed that he wanted to fight Hassan Piker and I figured, well, for one thing, I yeah. like Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 
No, that's cool. I, I, I was going to say, um, I noticed you wanted to fight Sam Hyde, and I was like, wow, I like, oh, I noticed that Sam Hyde wanted to fight Hassan Piker, is what I meant to say. Right. And I figured, all right, well, I'm a fan of Sam Hyde. I also don't like Hassan Piker. So <laughs> if I can't punch Hassan Piker, why don't I train the guy who's going to? That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, that led me to trying to get in touch with him. And, um, you know, we ended up meeting up and, um, you know, I, I, I guess you could say the rest is history. I've, I've helped him train for his fight. I've helped other YouTubers train for their fights and stuff like that. Um, that's, you know, how I ended up getting on fish tank as well. I, um, you know, was training people on fish tank. Really real, real quick, uh, before we, uh, get into anything else, I want to know just like, first and foremost, like what is the most, what is, what is the trade about, Hassan Piker that really kind of rubs you the wrong way and maybe other people like what prompted that in your in your gut that you were just like I want to help people uh eventually punch this guy if that if that ever came came to be um well I mean whenever you talk about someone like Hassan Piker right people are just going to automatically assume it's a politics thing um and regardless of how I feel about his politics I'm not even going to say whether I feel like pro or anti Hassan's politics. Um, I just don't like his attitude. I don't like people who are haughty. I don't like people who have had it easy, but they try and act like they've had it hard. Um, I don't like people who treat others like, like, I, I don't like people who treat others bad just for the sake of it, right? Because they, they, uh, uncle is the owner of a media company and, you know, they're well off because of that. Um, in addition to that, he also tries to front as though he's a tough guy. This is actually something Sam has said. He, he fronts like he's the tough guy, alpha male. Um, I'm not a soy boy leftist. And, um, I mean, if you're going to front like that, you should be able to back it up when somebody calls you out, you know? Right. I, li I like what you're saying because it comes from a true, a fighter spirit. And what I mean by that, it's a true underdog point of view you're really rooting for the underdog and you never hear that from somebody who, you know, uh, I guess what's the word acts like they're about that, but they're really not. And mm. I feel like that kind of gives you the fire to go out and take on an opponent. You shouldn't be able to take on. Is that, is that, I'm not a fighter, so I don't know, but I'm just asking like yeah. is that underdog spirit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm about to do a very Boston thing here. Um, there's a guy, he used to run with Whitey Bulger's crew. He was kind of like his right-hand man. Um, uh, his, I believe his name is Kevin Weeks. I know his last name was Weeks. I forget his first name, but, uh, <laughs> I was watching a documentary on him and, uh, it, it had an interview because this guy's walking around Boston right now. Um, and he ends up saying that growing up, like you got into fights. That's just what happened in Selfie. And you didn't have to win them all, but you had to show up. And right. um, that's kind of how I feel about Hassan, you know, is like, look, I'm not even going to judge you based off of whether you win or lose. Same thing with like other people that, I, you know, people that I've trained have beef with, of which there's surprisingly a lot of them. Um, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about whether or not you showed up. You know, if Hassan showed up, got in the ring and got one punched. Right. And, and he just woke up like head facing the ceiling i'd still have more respect for him than i do now right because at least he showed up sure he didn't do that well you know he, he kind of got put out but he, he showed up you know um and it's it's that 
I'm, I'm not someone who walks around trying to police others and things like that. But when it comes to Hassan, he puts himself out there. So yep. if you're going to put yourself out there, you're going to get tested. You know, I don't put myself out there in the same way. I don't act like I could beat up everybody. There's, there's a lot of people who could kick my ass. You know, I, I could name them for you. Right. Um, but Hassan is one of those guys who thinks that he's the baddest. And it's like, well, you got, you got to test that theory, don't you? Yeah. And, and and there's something that's kind of like the, the deflections that he always has whenever he is confronted with any, you know, sort of, you know, trial or something like that is just really kind of, it, 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 it grinds there. Cause like, he'll always just deflect and like call, you know, Sam, uh, the nuclear word or something, you know, and like, say like, you know, that Nazi it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like, there's something about it. That's just like, he has the capability. He has the gall in him that he has fighting words, you know, but he's got no gumption behind him. And it's like, he's a, he's a decently sized guy. He wouldn't be a hard person to train, you know, no way. Like what do you like, you know, struggle in that, in that regard, he would be someone that, should be, you know, helping out IDEVs, especially at this time, you know, $250,000 in the red, uh, you know, perhaps, you know, getting some actual no, like known people to fight at Creator Clash. You know, this is the, this, the, this is the thing about uh, Ian is that, you know, he has so much potential to actually give back to the charities that he wants to give back to if he would get the people involved. I mean, look at how much money fish tank raised could you imagine if sam was was someone who could actually be involved in that in that in that type of event you know and it's like you're out here saying like oh there's too many people pirating you know creator clash and stuff like that but i don't know man it's just like you're the one who's gatekeeping the the people that people online want to see and by doing that you're kind of like shooting yourself in the foot you know i mean i don't know i don't know if other people see it that way but uh that's that's, that's just how i see it yeah. I mean, I think everybody on Twitter who does not have a hammer and sickle logo in their uh, Twitter bio or their Twitter name sees it the exact same as you do. Um, and it, it's it's all the most unnecessary shit from like from all of them, you know, from iDubs, from Hassan, from all these people. Um, and it's just their way of trying to. It's 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 a method of control at the end of the day. Right. Um, if you make me feel a little bit sad sometimes, if you make me feel um, like I have to think about myself in a in a real way, in a in a way that is actually going to help me grow in a in a legitimate manner, as opposed to what uh, Ian is doing now, which is just if he was all the way over here on this extreme five years ago, now he's run all the way to the other side of the extreme. Um, you know, the, the second you start making someone like take a look at themselves like that, the second you start making someone realize that like, oh, OK, maybe I'm not the best person ever. Uh, they'll do anything that they can do to try and make sure that you are not only excluded from what they're doing, but also that you're down bad, too. Um, that's why when Froggy got kicked off, he, they they came to him and they were like, oh, uh, uh, give us back the money. And then don't ever talk about us. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit, you know? And I'm glad Froggy didn't do that because the way I see it going down, I don't think anything good would have happened if, if he, if he did give that money back. Right. Um, I don't, he, he didn't have the money to, to give in the first place, but like, right. if he did like start a GoFundMe, like, please bail me out guys. Um, 
I, I don't I don't think anything good would have happened. I think what could have potentially happened is uh, Ian would have gotten his money. He would have gotten an NDA signed by by Froggy. And then Ian could have, in theory, potentially started bad melting Froggy in a way that Froggy could not respond to. I'm not saying it would have definitely happened. I'm just saying, in theory, the way I see it, there's a possibility that that could have gone down. Um, it's just bad faith shit. It's just bad faith shit from everybody involved. Um, it, and it's just this weird shit where they just they just keep handing themselves L's over and over. And each L that they hand themselves, they they try and fight harder to get the other guy to like to. They, they try and fight harder to hurt the other guy, but it always just comes back around and hurts them, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, not not only is there a deficit on the uh, Creator Clash budget, but there's also a deficit on the money that's owed to someone that we all know and love, and that's Airsoft Fatty. Uh, you know, I love those T-shirts that you guys made uh, from that. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, I wanted to actually, you know, get that up on the screen if I can, just for a second, just to get... Uh, to, to show our viewers uh, like kind of one of the scenes where you were actually on the show. And uh, before I, before I click play, I just wanted to know, like, were you, were you ever one of the people in, in the, in the red masks, the, the sharks uh, the shark. on the, on the show? No, no, I was never one of the sharks. Um, it was always jet tax or Ben. And then there was one where I'm pretty sure it was Damiel. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I was, I was never a shark. Yeah, I saw I saw that that clip of, of your uh, uh, holding one, so I, th I thought maybe that was the case. But yeah, we'll just show this clip real quick because uh, it was this this was a hilarious moment. I remember watching this one live. If it's loading, oh no! I think I know what the moment is. Let's give it a second. Let me see if we can just click ahead. There we go. There we go. <laughs> nice. So what t tell us a little bit, you know, like what was in your head, like when you were doing these kinds of things, like, were you thinking about like all the thousands of people out there that were, uh, you know, like kind of watching this and like thinking like, you know, like not, not to mention, like, what was it like to get yelled at by like, maybe not you specifically, but just like text to speech. Like, I'm sure that was kind of like jarring at some points. Right. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy because like, um, you know, it, it's, it's like, walking up the stairs i'm not gonna lie the heart rate started kind of increasing right but it was also because usually when i would go up the stairs i would have sort of like a a thing that i would be trying to do so it's it's like it's like a pre pre-mission right uh stuff it, it was never anything too big it's just like the guys would feed me things to say to certain people right but like when you end up going up there you just kind of walk through the door and you're like oh this is a regular house with like people in it you you almost expect it to have like a, a golden aura or something right. like that. But no, it's it's just regular. Um it is bizarre though, because you're watching from God's angle on the uh, on the show. But um, you know, to, to be on the ground is like pretty crazy, you know, seeing these people face to face. Um overall, I was just trying to make sure that I wasn't annoying and that I wasn't um gonna make a I wasn't going to make a fool of myself in a bad way because like from what i understand brandon was like this too um when it comes to combat sports it's real easy for people who are really into them to get really annoying about them you know just just, just to be clear uh, buckingham right oh yeah yeah brandon buckingham yeah mm -hmm. um 
it's real easy for people who are into combat sports to get annoying about them because we'll sit there like in the middle of a, a, a grocery store, like sitting here like, all right, so if you hold your hands like this, uh, you can do this with it, right? We'll, we'll do that. That's like, like I said, it's my autism. I get, I get to pick, I get to pick the fixation, right? Right. Um, so like, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to get like annoying with it or boring with it, especially when I did the, uh, the chokes and stuff like that, the jujitsu stuff. Um, and then two, um, I like, like I'm the kind of person that I'm really goal oriented. If the goal is to make people laugh, then I'm not afraid to look like an idiot about it. Right. But it's gotta be in pursuit of people laughing with me and not at me. So like, I wouldn't, I was afraid that I was going to do something where people would be laughing at me instead of with me. Right. But, um, luckily that didn't happen. You know, luckily it was all good. Give us an idea what life has been since fish tank is wrapped up. What's it been like for you? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a star now. <laughs> I'm a star. I can't you go are. anywhere. People, people bother me all the time for autographs and things like that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, um, I mean, not, not much has changed. Um, it's just kind of, it's just kind of a really cool memory. Um, you know, more people do kind of know about me now. Um, right. it, you know, it, it's, it's E it's E fame type stuff and it's not even like it's huge. It's just like, you know, and instead of a hundred views on my YouTube videos, I get like 400 now, you know, mm -hmm. like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice though. Like it's, it's cool. Um, knowing that I got to be a part of internet history and probably like history history, because I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think there's been anything, uh, of that sort that is like ever been created. And if it did, it probably wasn't as good as this, you know? No, it's definitely unique. I, I don't, I don't think you're overselling that. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think it's interesting because, you know, like a lot of people, like, you know, people that we interviewed, like uh, Ty and, and John and stuff like that, he's, uh, I mean, they're, they've been able to sort of, I mean, John especially has been able to propel himself, but I mean, like, I think Ty had like all, like another thing going already. And like, I think that he is like one of those people that, you know, you saw him on Fish Tank, you'll see him, you know, headlining the, uh, what's it called? Like the, uh, the Austin Comedy Club, uh, Stand Joe up. Rogan's. Joe Rogan, uh, yeah, mothership, oh, yeah. yeah, mothership or whatever, you know, like, cause I mean, he's, he's Austin based and I, I mean, I, I, I just see him like going on like kill Tony and if he hasn't already or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think even what, what you were saying before, how there's something that's so different about the bird's eye view, uh, of the house versus what you actually see on camera. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've, uh, heard what what everyone's sort of been saying is that you know it's going to be a completely different vibe uh you know to 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 see it from the perspective of like the cameras on the ground because everyone's so used to not really being able to see everyone's face super clearly there's something that's kind of humorous in that aspect of it i think to not like be able to like make out everyone's like per perceptions of certain things and also not like even being able to understand them that well depending on how many people are shouting you know at one time in the house so I feel like it's just going to be like watching the show in like 4K and seeing it from a completely different uh, angle. In that new narrative too. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's a uh, it's yeah. You have you have like the the fishermen in the boat looking down on the fish, and then you have the sharks. You know, we're we're getting the uh, we're getting the sharks eye view when they when they edit it all together, which I'm I'm really excited for because 
I want to see um because because like me like I, I was in there like once a week for a few hours you know there mm -hmm. was a lot of stuff that I missed um a lot of things that I did happen to see when I was just like you know keeping up and watching and stuff like that um you know I, I I'm excited to see things that I missed you know I'm excited to see my own parts assuming that you know I do get um in there you know i'm, I'm not going to be like oh I, i'm definitely going to be in there you know you never know you know um but like it's it's just i'm i i, re I really want to see it you know hopefully they end up getting it out before uh season two comes out I, I would assume they're gonna but you know have you heard i mean are you going to be involved in the second season at this point yeah, or can I, um i mean if if they need me if they want me i'm i'm down you know cool. um there's no reason for me to say no um you know, I, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy who likes to try and bother people and stuff like that. You know, um, I'm just I'm letting them do their thing. And, um, you know, if if it, it it sounds like they want something having to do with fitness or, you know, combat sports or anything like that for the second season. So if they do, then I'm again, I'm definitely down. But, um, you know, I, I'm not like in contact with Jet like, oh, hey, so when's the next season? When am I going to be coming in? You know, N nothing like that. At least not right now, you know. So part part of the reason I, I was going to ask about life after fish tank is that obviously when you're 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 training jujitsu, karate, uh, my thai, muay thai, all these things, that's a that's a full plate. I mean, you, you're spending all your time trying, thinking about your training, doing your training, resting, eating, all that stuff, and now you're involved in things like fish tank or maybe more online on social media. How how is this going to? How are you going to? Is this going to impact your uh, trajectory as you know combat sport athlete, or are you going to merge the two worlds, or do you see any direction forward? Um, well, when it comes down to it, um, priorities have changed for me over the last few years. Um, you know, I started. I, I had my first fight when I was nineteen. I've had like six or seven. Um, like actual like sanctioned fights and then you know a few like exhibitions and things like that um i do want to keep fighting you know i do want to see where i can take it but it's not the priority like it was years ago um you know because <laughs> i'm, I'm getting older what's that more recent is that a more recent development is this impacted by current events or is it just how things kind of are going to progress it's just kind of how things are going to progress because, you know, I, I want to start having kids and I got to, I got to get, you know, not that my life is, is in shambles, but I do got to get my life together to be able to do that. Um, right. You know, and then in addition to that, I'm trying other ventures and things like that where I, I still can train, but, um, you know, it's less that I have to be the one to fight, like, like training other people, you know? Um, it's kind of, it's kind of a, wherever the wind takes me sort of thing. Um, if fish tank turns into this big opportunity for me and, you know, there's like 20 seasons of it and, uh, they want to bring me in as like a regular part of it. And because of that, I have to take some time away from training. Like, all right, I'll, I'll do that. Right. Um, if, if I never talk to anybody again and I just fall off and, um, all I have to do is train then yeah, I mean, I'll train. And if I feel like fighting, I'll fight. Um, one thing I wouldn't mind though, you, you, you said about combining them. One thing I wouldn't mind is the idea of misfits boxing. I wouldn't mind that because they do have some guys with talent on there. Um, sometimes they even have the talented guys beating on the less talented guys, which I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying like, 
Right. You know, they're, they're, they're not opposed to the idea of someone who has been boxing for a long time being on one of their cards, you know? Um, and, um, you know, be, because of that, like, I mean, if, if an opportunity opens up, you know, I might as well, it re like I said, it's, it's wherever the wind takes me. I like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's honest. I mean, <clears throat> and it's also, I think it's also the, the best way to have success is to look at your options and explore those and not just be, not be so stubborn about what you have to achieve, you know, let it come to you a little bit. Well, I think it's also pretty admirable that you're, you know, thinking about family and stuff like that too, because I think that, you know, a lot of people, sometimes you hear stories where it's like people, all they do is focus on their career. And then they realize later on in life that they were focused on like all the wrong things and that they could have still had a happy life with what they were doing, but they, you know, missed out on the opportunity to like actually, you know, have a family and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Are you, are you, are you, are you with someone right now? Are you guys, uh, you know, like, do you have like a house and, or, or are you working towards that? Yeah. Um, I, I have a wife. She's, she's actually sitting in the room with me right now. Um, oh, hey. Yeah, I, I try to, <laughs> I try, I try to keep her off camera and things like that just cause you know, um, yeah. yeah, the, the fish mm -hmm. tank lore states that I'm dating Sylvia. Um, you know, that's, that's just kind of a joke that we keep up. Um, you know, it, it half the time we don't even keep it up, but like half the time we do. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, like I'm married, we're sitting here talking about kids We're we're both in our late twenties. So, you know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to wake up and be 37 and be like, Oh, like we should have had kids like 10 years ago. Like what's wrong with us? You know? Right. It's, we're trying to make sure we avoid a, a situation like that, you know? So we're, that's, that's kind of why priorities have changed is because I, I have an opportunity to have a family. Um, and I don't want to, I won't say waste it necessarily because like martial arts is, is a very good use of my time, but I don't want to uh, squander it. I guess I could say, you know, squander is probably a better word for it. Yeah, I think it's it's great that, uh, you know, Sam has been talking about the importance of that with his fans, because I know a lot of them are, are younger. I know, you know, several people that are younger that watch Sam and it's it's such a uh, juxtaposition because there's so many people that would like hear, you know, Sam and they would they would they would not see him as like an influence, but it's because they know nothing about him. They only know him for like one or two things. Mm -hmm. But so many people miss that whole arc where it was like Sam even amidst today where he wasn't making the best content, but he was just making videos like out in parking lots and talking to people. And, um, and in some ways there was almost an arc where there was a little bit more black pill and some of his messages that he was doing, uh, post, uh, post MDE. Uh, and then you almost saw, you know, sort of a man going through a transition or like a journey that was, uh, enlightening him. And also he was able to, you know, show through his own, uh, strifes and stuff like that, you know, like tell people what to do and what not to do. And, um, you know, a lot of it kind of, you know, it's, it, it's funny because of like, the, like the half serious delivery, like sometimes people like look at the advice yeah. and it's, people can like just laugh at it and say like, that's fucking stupid. But then like, sometimes he says some really fucking wise things. And I think that that's like the, the magnet to so many people is that it's like, like half of it just feels like a shit post that you can just like, laugh at and then half of it feels like i'm actually getting some sort of deeper message that's being spoken to me i wonder if that was anything similar to your experience before you met him like were you, when, when when you were just kind of like a fan before that yeah um 
Yeah, like it it, it kind of is. Um, I I was kind of late to the game in terms of Sam Hyde, MDE, that stuff. Uh, I figured out about him in like 2017, 2018. So actually kind of shortly after, you know, the the uh, the adult swim debacle. Right. Um, and it was funny because like I, I was going through kind of a change in my life. Um, I didn't I wasn't using my time as wisely as I should have in my late teens, early 20s. I was I was doing a lot of you know foolish things and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I kind of went through a phase where I was just like, yo, I got to I got to get my shit together. You know, uh, I guess you could still say I'm in that phase because, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about how I can do things better. But um, I ended up finding Sam, like I'd say, like probably like halfway. Well, maybe not halfway through, but like probably like six or so months into me kind of trying to start turning my life around and stuff like that. And that's when he was kind of at the height of his like, hey, like, here's how you live your life. like. Um, don't be an idiot. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do the other thing sort of content. Um, so like I, I kind of gravitated towards it right away because I was kind of in a similar position, even though, you know, the way we got there was different. Um, just kind of trying to reorganize and figure things out. So that's really what kind of got me into him. But I will say that, yeah, like the nature of his comedy um, some of the things he would say sometimes I was like, oh, uh, uh, like is, is, is that real, is that real <laughs> advice? Is that real advice right now? Or is he messing around? But it's, it's actually not that hard to tell when he's, when he's joking and when he's not, you know, like, and then sometimes he's, he's saying something serious, but it's meant to be funny as well. You know, um, if what? you're, if you're not, oh no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. Oh, I, I was going to say, if, if you're not paying close attention, you know, you might not you might not be able to tell the difference. But if, if you are paying attention, you'll see that there's certain cues and there's certain ways that he's saying things. And you'll be like, oh, no, that was a joke. That was not a joke. That was serious. But he was being funny about it. You know, it's kind of an education, really, if you're paying attention and you're 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 trying to really take in what is being done and performed in front of you, you're going to get an education from it. Tell me about uh, how Scott, how you guys actually met. Like, how did you guys, uh, w was it, what was it like when you met in person? At what point through this journey were you, were you guys actually able to meet and then start working together? Um, this is, this is actually a, this is actually a, a, a kind of a funny story. Um, so I end up, um, Oh, actually, there's, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start from the beginning. I actually told this story on, um, on, um, fish tank a, a little bit of it anyway. So in 2021, um, I tried out for BKFC, which is bare knuckle fighting championships. Um, they, they have open tryouts for people and stuff like that. Um, I tried out, I didn't get a call from them right away. Um, and I ended up inboxing Sam because what I wanted to do was I wanted to try and impress upon the, uh, I wanted to impress upon the matchmaker so that I would kind of stand out a little bit. And, uh, I typed up this thing and I was like, okay, who do I know? That's not a goober. Well, Sam <laughs> Hyde talks all about how not to be a booger guy. So, um, why don't I inbox him? And he's probably not going to answer me. Right. But. Um, I'll inbox him and I'll see if he, you know, if, if he told me whether or not, like, this is a good idea. 
Um, I inboxed him. I sent him the thing. Um, and he said, Hey man, I'd hire you. He he literally said that. And, um, again, that, that's one of those, that's one of those things where it's like, ah, dude, is he joking? Is, is he, is he joking with me right now? <laughs> now what, what did you, what was, what did you think? He's joking, right? Is that what you thought? Uh, half and half. Right? Okay. Because on one hand I was like, whatever, like, you know, Sam Hyde, like I'd like him, but it's, it's not like he and I are ever going to be in a room together or anything. You know, what do I care if he's fucking with me right now? Whatever. Like, that's what I was thinking at the time. Um, I think I said like, Hey, thank you, man. I really hope you're not just being nice right now. You know, which is, was my polite way of saying, I hope you're not fucking with me. Um, he said, no, like really it's good. So I was like, okay, I ended up sending it to the matchmaker and he got back to me and he wanted me on a card, but I ended up declining and I, I can, I can talk about that later. I, I, I guess, you know, it's, it's not that, um, you know, it's not that interesting, but, um, so like it, it worked, right? Like Sam said, go for it. And it worked. Um, that's kind of how we got like the ice broken a little bit. Right. Um, after that, I was like, Oh, like, thank you so much, dude. Like he hit me up. Um, feel free to follow my, my, um, you know, my MMA account because I actually have a separate Instagram account for, you know, private stuff and family and stuff like that. Um, so he followed me on that account. And then later on, the whole Hassan thing popped off and um, I was in his comment section. I was like, yo, hit me up. I can help you train. Um, and he ended up inboxing me. And um, that's how, you know, that's that's kind of how we uh, we got talking about, like, actually training. Now, the day that he and I met was, excuse me, geez, the day that he and I met was actually kind of funny as well, because. Uh, he gives me an address to show up at. Right. And it, it was, it was, it was the place that he was staying at. Mm -hmm. um, is it, is it the address that's on the IDubs documentary? <laughs> um, or is that, or, or is that, or is that his office? That oh, no, no, that, that, that was his office. That was his office. Oh, it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I show up, right. Um, I pull in and uh, he ends up walking out like, like 10 minutes later he had to do something he had to finish something up he walks out like 10 minutes later and uh it was funny i'm just sitting here and like like don't don't get me wrong you know i it, it was just meeting a guy right it's just not like i was like whoa sam hi whoa whoa like it wasn't <laughs> like that right. but it was kind of cool yeah uh he ends up walking right and he's walking across the parking lot and i'm like wow this is fucking sam hi he's tall <laughs> as shit holy fuck he is an absolute unit um, he gets halfway across the parking lot, but somebody walks over and they're like, Hey, you have a package. So he ends up like, you know, if he's going this way, he cuts that way, right. To go get the package. He picks it up. It is the most Ted K looking shit you have ever seen. <laughs> I'm talking like an old shoe box held together with duct tape. There's, there's stuff scrawled all over it. Like, I, I'm not lying. Like, I don't know if he remembers this, but like, you know, may, maybe, maybe, he, he probably doesn't remember it, but like there was, there was nothing good in that package. You knew it right away. He picks right. it up, he's walking over and like, I see it. And I, I mentioned something. I was like, yo, is that thing ticking, bro? And he's like, <laughs> uh, I mean, it might be, you, you didn't leave this there. Did you? And I was like, fuck, he thinks, fuck, he thinks I'm a weirdo. Shit. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, man. Like if, if I was going to give you something, I would have just gave it to you. You know, there's no reason to just leave it there. Sounds like um, you guys it off. Actually. It's like you handled that. Perfect. I, I, I tried to. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, 
he see he that 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 right there makes it you know apparent he's super easygoing, and part of me you know like he's he 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 gives off such like like I don't know like he's like um he's just he he's he's just a positive influence but he does it in like a way that it was like back in like 2014 like whenever Jordan Peterson was like still cool you know what I mean and then now he's Jordan Peterson's kind of like started just like yeah. saying weird stuff on Twitter and the lobsters even like. Yeah, well, I mean, like even beyond that, like you know, like mm. he's just—it's he, just he's—he's—he's he's, he's a little bit cringe online, uh, JP. But it's like Sam was like he—he—he's—he—he he gives you a good message in such a, in such a stepdad way, you know, like but but like but like a a good stepdad, and and I, I just I just gotta know, I mean, like you're I mean you're a man of faith, like you have you know I I would I would assume similar values. I mean I don't know what sect you are, but like I'm just curious, like. I've never heard much about Sam's faith. Like he doesn't talk about it and maybe he doesn't, you know, have one necessarily, but I just want to want to know, like, since you're kind of his friend, like, do you know, like where he, where he lies or is that, is, is that too personal to ask? Um, I mean, I've, I've never really asked him, you know, I, um, you know, it's, it's not that I never talk about it. It's that I avoid talking about faith with like people like, you know, that I know and stuff like that, just because, I found that it alienates people a lot, which is unfortunate, you know, because I'll, I'll sit here just like with martial arts. I'll talk about it till I'm blue in the face, but I'm, I'm afraid of alienating people. Right. Um, you know, right. which in terms of martial arts, it's like, whatever you, you don't, you don't want to box. That's fine. But with, with, you know, with Christianity, regardless of sect, like it's, it's a matter of like, it's, it's, it's much deeper than just, you don't want to like get punched in the head. Right. Right. Um, but I do know he's got a Bible. Um, I have heard him talk about it on a live stream once or twice. He said that uh, he believes in Jesus. He doesn't do the whole um, the whole um, um, denomination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denominations thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he that that's that's basically all I've heard. Um, you know, I I would assume that he. Uh, you know, because because I know he's he said some things about certain things in the past. Um, you know, it, it's it's just whatever, though. But I, I would assume that given he's he's got a Bible, he said he believes in Jesus, that he's probably even if he's non-denominational, he is some form of Christian, you know. Um, but it's mm -hmm. it's not something that I, I talk to him about. It's not even really something that I think about too much. You know, my, my main concern is is you know how you're treating the people around you how you're treating me how you're how you're treating yourself even you know Absolutely. um yeah at, at the end of the day you know it, it's between you and christ you know just like it's between me and christ and my status with christ while i may throw that out there um you know other people might not want to other people might not want to talk about it that much you know it's like um, i was i was in a bible study recently with some buddies of mine um and um, we got to a, uh, a passage. I, I, I forget which one it was. I'm so bad at remembering. But um, it, it said, you know, pray in a closet, basically, you know, was was basically the the um, the, the the takeaway from it. You know, don't don't just pray around people for the right. for the sake of looking good while praying, you know, pray alone mm -hmm. if, if you if you um, really are like about it, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Don't be chauvinistic and, 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 and all of that. And I think that's, uh, I mean, as, as someone who I consider myself non-denominational, it's like that, that's cool to hear that, you know, uh, just from like a relatability standpoint, but 
secondly, just knowing that uh, I think that's probably where he probably would like lie to. He'd, be, he'd probably be like, well, you know, it's between you and you and your maker kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I've 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 never seen, you know, Sam be a like a like a like a like a venomous person like he's always coming from like a spot of care even if even with like some of like the hilarious you know jokes about uh 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 what's her name uh anisa anyways yeah 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 anissa yeah 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 uh i mean it's like you know in some ways it is coming from a spot of love because you know there's there's certain things that you know that could be life-changing for ian if he if he if he if he if he went forth with it you know if he actually um you know i don't know i i I think a lot of people the general consensus nowadays anyways is like they don't they don't they they don't don't want to see ian falter they just want to see him you know back up you know what i mean is that is that i mean do you do you you feel that way a little bit xbal i was gonna say i like what sam says it's just good people having good fun you know it's you can you can read the subcontext there but it's obviously you know that's kind of a critique but it's it's done nicely that's what sam says about anisa and uh ian yeah oh yeah you know and and i agree um it's it's like i said with with ian right his issue is that he was so far in one extreme right that Mm -hmm his idea was like, Oh, well, I've decided that I was not a good person. Um, I have decided that what I was doing was bad, which I'm not even going to say like everything that he did was like, great. Like, no, like you you don't, you don't want to say the N word anymore. Just don't say the N word. Right. But, um, he has judged everything that he did back then to be bad. So now he's all the way on the other side. Now, you know, there is no middle ground. There is no nothing. And, um, you know, like, like that, that's, that's kind of the takeaway from, from what you, from what you were saying a second ago, the, the good people having good fun thing, Mm -hmm. um, is that it's, it's more about Ian trying to, uh, virtue signal that he is now a good guy. He was, he was bad, but now he's good and things like that. Um, and I, I do agree that Sam is not a venomous person, you know? Um, he's one of the few people in the world that I have been around that I don't feel has some kind of ulterior motive to him, you know? Um, I don't feel like he's gonna try to pressure me into doing anything. Um, I don't feel that I'm gonna get screwed over in any way, shape, or form or anything like that. Um, you know, he's he's really he's really just a good dude at the end of the day. He's like completely normal good dude mm-hmm. um and i mean the, the, there's really not much more to it than that you know um i'm not gonna lie like at first i i expected somebody who was going to be a little bit more off the walls and stuff like that right. the great um, downplay it i think the great ones that have the ability to downplay everything instead of like build it up and try and seem like they're they're bigger than the situation you know they don't have that insecurity where they have to seem like they're in like in, incapable of letting somebody else have a moment, you know, they're, they're confident. Oh yeah. A hundred percent, you know, and that, that's what a lot of people in the, uh, in the, um, the content creating space lack is the ability to just like, uh, I won't say lose necessarily because it's, it's not about losing, right. Um, the ability to not win 
as much as they want to all the time, right? Like I actually met someone recently. They're, they're going to remain nameless, but um, I met them and they were involved with some like heavy hitters in the in the in the uh, you know internet scene and stuff like that. And um, you know, they they got away from it. And like I was sitting here talking to them about it, and um, they told me like, yo, like. I'm around all these people whose names, if I, if I said, which I, I don't want to, but if I said these people's names, like, um, she, she told me that she was around all these people who like, uh, they're big names. You would know them if I said them. Right. Sure. And all these people, they try to seem like they're cool and stuff like that. And like, they're here for the right reasons and everything. But, uh, it's just a constant game of, am I winning with them? Like, mm -hmm. am, am I, am I like, me and this person are hanging out, but am I winning? Uh, me and this person, we're on a stream together. Am I winning though? Uh, me, uh, I'm, I'm eating, I'm eating uh, some some Chinese food with uh, with my wife. Oh, you probably heard that. <laughs> I'm eating Chinese food with my wife, and she's trying to ruin the stream. <laughs> oh, I love you, babe. Um, no, but like, like you, you get what I'm saying though. Like, it's it's always like, am I on top? Am I on right. top? Am I winning? Like, am I getting the most? And it's crazy. And I think that's kind of where iDubs is. And that's kind of why I consider myself to be lucky to have to have become an acquaintance of Sam as opposed to any other person that I could have been been an acquaintance of. Because he is he's not just thinking like, oh, I need to I need to win, you know. Oh, I'm I'm doing boxing with this guy on fish tank. Am I winning though? Am I winning? You know, it's it's not that. You're winning now because I put your your at right there. Social uh, social clout, so, so social credit up. You am know, I, am but. I winning? Am I winning now? <laughs> hey, I, I want to know how you and Sam, when you that moment when you guys met, how you matched up physically. You know, the chemistry and just the physicality. You suck his dick. <laughs> the, the physicality of being in each other's presence and like you know because you're you're a a combat guy. And I think Sam was at that point as well. So like, how do you, when you meet somebody for the first time, how do you size them up? I mean, not, not in a bad way, but just like, you know, you read them. Um, well, Sam has always been a combat guy. It's just that he, um, you know, he, he, he got into a lot of like bad stuff when he was younger, you know, like he told me he did Kung Fu. He's got a funny story about his Kung Fu instructor that he tells every now and again. Um, he did like Taekwondo, which Taekwondo isn't that bad, but the way it gets used a lot of the time is kind of bad. Um, I was, I was sufficiently impressed with his boxing skill from day one. You know, I'll, I'll say that right away. Um, but physically I knew like, cause, cause Sam's not just tall. He's also like a massive guy. He's like broad shouldered, you know, um, me, like I'm tall, but I'm not that tall, right? I'm big, but I'm not that big, right? I'm on the low end of big and tall. Mm -hmm. Um, so I knew right away, like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to fight like a, like a flyweight with this guy. You know, I'm going to have to use a lot of head movement. Um, I'm either going to have to be way out or I'm going to have to be way in on him. And there's actually a video on my channel where I, I go over some of the sparring we did in the fish tank. And mm -hmm. you, you, you can see me say this, that because I didn't have a lot of room to try and run away from him, I kind of mm -hmm. just had to get in close. Right. Um, I knew right away that was going to be a problem regardless of, of his skill level, because 
when somebody that big hits you, it's going to hurt no matter what. Like Sam, Sam holds back on me a lot in terms of the power that he uses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still hurts. You know, it, it's, it's not fun getting hit by him by, by any means, you know? Um, so like I, I knew, I knew I was gonna, I knew I was gonna have my work cut out for me. Right. When, whenever we would spar and things like that. Ah, uh, there it is. There it yeah, is. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead to the pants. actual sparring. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't know if this is one with. No, I think, uh, while, while we're, uh, looking for that, I, uh, I also, I thought, I thought this was quite a, uh, quite, quite a, quite a profound image that Glink, a uh, friend of the show, I'll call him cause we've, uh, we've done some recordings with him, uh, saying that, you know, like we're entering a new era. Uh, this, this picture struck me not because it's, you know, with Charles and, you know, rest of the MD gang and stuff like that, but it's more, it's more so like that stream was, was something else like to, to, to do it with like on, um, the property of, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, uh Nick Rochford. Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember Nick's name. That's crazy, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it just seemed like such such a such a nice family gathering, and it, it seems like a, uh, you know, those are sort of the values that I think are being like cast down onto like a bunch of people, and like I, I don't know, it just seems like a very positive uh, influence uh, for for a lot of people, and and that on top of the fact that we're about to launch into MDE two, like that's going to be an incredible, you know, like that's going to be like fish tank two, and then we're going to get the 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 season after that so i mean it seems like the 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 collaboration and the overall like just good vibes that are happening um you know the ability for people to joke around with each other and say like the most offensive you know dirtbag things but all like in good in good uh and uh in good taste and like humor like i mean i feel like so many people i mean even um what's her name uh from the uh from fish tank uh, uh, that, that's sylvia 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 yeah right. yeah sylvia like Sylvia seemed like from an outward perspective, like that she could be someone who might be kind of like, you know, SJWS, like maybe that's me like casting on her. I, I apologize, Sylvia. Uh, but I mean, like, obviously, you know, like impressions are, are nothing, you know, cause you know nothing about someone until you actually get to know from them and everyone on that show, you know, that doesn't matter what their political orientation is at heart. Like they can, they can just, I don't know. It just felt like a refreshing uh, almost like high school esque, like everyone is saying whatever they want and no one gets butthurt about it. Like I don't, I don't know. You just don't find that anywhere else. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I think, I think it's interesting that you that you compared it to high school because when when people usually compare things to high school, it's usually in a bad way. But I, I love high school. I, I, I couldn't fucking stand it. But <laughs> I, I see what I see what you're saying because now that I'm about ten years removed from high school. I'm looking at all these people that like I, I was, you know, I was, I, I hated high school cause I was the weird kid, but um, I, I could have been cool with them. And too. like, I could, I could run around and like, you know, mess around in class with these people and stuff like that. Right. Um, and there was no question of like, Oh, uh, what are your political beliefs? Uh, where do you stand on this issue and things like that? Right now I'm like checking in on people to see like what they're up to. And it's just their whole timeline on Facebook or, or Instagram or, you know, whatever, uh, doom scrolling app they, they use. It's all just like political stuff that makes me not want to be their friend where it's, it's like, yo, like you're advocating for, for stuff that is like 
bad for me personally and not in like a way that's like oh not not in a respectable way in a way that's like spiteful you're right. doing it because you want to hurt me and it's like yo we we sat at lunch together like we were we were cool you know i remember the good times yeah. those those meant something to me you know even if i would think about something that was not beneficial to you I wouldn't do it in a way that's supposed to be like, hey, yo, fuck these people. Like that that's not what it's meant to be, you know? But yeah, the tribalism was, you know, as 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 much as you think, you know, kids can be tribalistic, like it was like the tribalism that we talk about today was just not not there, you know. Oh yeah, you know. And I, I think it I think it's partially the time, right? Like, like we're just um because I, I remember like pre like twenty fourteen, like I, I was I, part of the reason I was the weirdo is because I was the very strongly opinionated one who couldn't stop like posting his like opinions on Facebook and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you didn't have anybody doing that. Like then 2014 hits and all of a sudden everybody else is doing that. And it's, it's just like, it's, it's so weird. But then I also think it's because like, if you're going to be around people every day of your life, you sort of, uh, you don't get to pick and choose and because you can't pick and choose you um excuse me because you can't pick and choose you you just got to kind of put up with the people around you you know once you graduate you can pick and choose a little bit more which means you can be like oh i support this issue i only want to be around people who do as well yeah yeah i think uh i don't know i think that we we often like we as humans often like have the ability to like look look back on the past and be like yeah I mean, it, it actually wasn't as bad you know because we're all adults now and have you know our own you know shit to do so it's like it's really easy to look at times that we didn't like as much but you know often find that they you know were actually you know not that bad and in some ways uh, can be like reminiscent um, but yeah I I don't I don't really you know. Uh, I don't really know like where 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 else to go, but I just I I I, I just kind of know like want to know from you, Scott. Uh, you know, what do you what do you think? Uh, what's like a message that you would like to you know give give to people that you think is missing um, generally from our current overall zeitgeist of information and all the pessimism that's out there. Um. I'd say that we were we were all failed by the system. Like every single one of us, even even people who have it good, they were failed, right? Um, just for one reason or another, they they have it good. Uh, it has failed us in more ways than one. Uh, it hates us. It doesn't want us to be here. It doesn't want us to exist. Uh, and because we exist, that in and of itself is uh i don't want to say a revolutionary act because you know that that word revolutionary you know it it tends to lump you in with certain kinds of people but um it's it's an act of defiance right that makes the people who are benefited by the system it makes those people angry right it's kind of spitting in their face and uh, just existing alone in the state that you're in, right? And not just that, but trying to improve every day, trying to trying to get rid of the bad habits, trying to add more good habits. That right there is enough 
you don't you don't need to worry about like uh you know doom scrolling twitter for politics and posting a bunch of stuff which is something i do every now and again i, I make a post that could be potentially political and then i'm like wait what am i doing i delete it right um you don't need to like run around in the streets with like signs and things like that um you know you you don't you don't you don't have to do a lot of the stuff that i saw people doing and that i kind of partook in a little bit here and there uh over the last like five to ten years you know like just existing and just refusing to be brought down by uh the system and the people that are benefited by the system is enough you know mm -hmm. anything else is extraneous and i'm not saying it's always a bad thing i'm just saying that right um don't don't worry don't worry yourself too much because if you're worrying yourself chances are they're winning a little bit more than they really should be if, if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's actually uh there, there's a comedian that i that i really like a lot um you guys probably know him his his name's owen benjamin and he was kind of like a guy that was uh, I can't remember if he, if he was on SNL or if he, 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 he got, he, he got canceled in the past. Yes. But, uh, he's, he's basically like basic, like living, you know, with his family now in kind of a rural area and he's on Twitter, he's a nuclear denier, but through all his faults and things like that, I like there's momentary glimpses of advice that he gives that I just love because it's like, he, it's almost echoing exactly what you were uh, putting out there, uh, just about like, we're all, we're all failed products of the, of the, of the system. And, by you saying by or by you kind of like advising like not to engage in political political speech it's not that you're telling people to like self-censor you know or 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 or, or be censored but realize that the, that the system itself is trying to make you more actively political so that you're fighting against each other and that's and that's what it wants to do right yeah yeah and and not in one of those like uh because I, I i despise this right the people who like they're they're um they're the types of people who are like, man, they just want they just want to divide us, man, like not even in that way, um, but just they want you to sit here and be so focused on uh, politics, right? Overt politics that you forget that you need a job, that you forget that it's it's easier to like. It's it's easier to exist if you're in a in a part of society or part of um your your area or um your your community if you're in a part of your community where you are uh useful right or you're well liked you're known as a good guy right it's so much easier that way and you know since i've kind of i won't say given up on politics but since i've kind of taken a step back from sitting here and having to have my political opinions in everybody's face constantly Mm -hmm. uh not only has life gotten easier but i think more people like me overall and i'm also able to be around people without not only getting into arguments but without also like being um without giving into their their shit you know like like my karate instructor is like practically a communist you know they're they're um and they have everything that goes with that right sure uh, five years ago i would have walked in they would have been like hi i'm uh jessica she her and i would have been like she her uh right there would have been a fight right um but no like i get along with this person perfectly and she's like not bad like she's not a bad person i wouldn't keep going to her if she was um but 
it doesn't matter that I don't subscribe to what she subscribes to. She has no power over me to be able to make me do that, right? So I'm not going to do it. And because of that, I don't need to sit here and be like, oh, girl, like, no, like, fuck you. You know, I don't need to do that. Um, and again, because of that, I think that it's made me more well accepted in that space, which is good overall, because that's more people who are going to step up when you have some bad faith actor like Hassan, for instance, right? Or uh, I-dubs or, uh, you know, anybody else who likes mm -hmm. to throw around, you you call it the nuclear word, right? Um, that's going to help me more when somebody decides they have it out for me, right? That's going to help me out. And it's also going to allow me to be able to make positive change in the way that I want to, you know? Right. Um, because at, at the end of the day, like if I'm just the guy who's like on Facebook screaming all day, no one's going to want to listen to me when I have a good idea. But if I'm the guy who like I helped uh, old lady McGarvey shovel her driveway and like um, I don't start fights with with the with the uh, uh, people who, you know, have like weird hair and, you know, like piercings and stuff like that. People are going to be more accepting of me. They're going to be more willing to listen to me. And um, life is just going to be easier and more fulfilling for me. I, I guess I'll just leave it at that. I feel like I'm starting to kind of ramble and talk in circles. You know, I, I apologize if I was. I I no. I, I want to I want to highlight something you you just mentioned. That <clears throat> I think it's so important to find something that you feel personally is a good idea and is positive. And I don't mean to sound like too new age, but. And, and build that into something that people can understand also is a good idea. Like, I think that's also what we're trying to do here with me branch is mm. instead of like railing against things we don't like, we want to talk more about things that we think are good ideas or maybe building some bridges, things like that. So, you know, it's more constructive as opposed to confrontational. Mm. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. You know, that's, that's the way to do things. Yep. Well, um, Scott, we, we, we've kept you for more than an hour now. We, we, we want to say thanks again for just coming on the show. But before we leave, we got to give you a chance to shout out anything that you'd like uh, anyone out there to, to see of yours, whether it's your channel, your, your Instagram, let it go. All of it. All right, cool. Um, my Instagram, Scott Sullivan MMA, uh, or at Scott Sullivan MMA. My Twitter is at Sullivan underscore MMA. Uh, my only fans is Scott Sullivan MMA. No, I'm, I'm kidding about that one. Um, my YouTube. You could, you could, you could, you could still get it while you can. You can still retrieve that handle. I, I, I probably should. I probably should just in case you never know. Um, my YouTube channel is Scott Sullivan MMA. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I, I have a Patreon. If you want to sub to that five bucks a month, exclusive content. I, I don't know. Um, other than that, that's it. You know. Scott Sullivan, MMA, Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All Not right. It. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning into this. This was a great show here with Scott, and we have many more coming your way you, here on the Meme Ranch.